from our home office at Dry Creek. Uh, we're pastor of, of Faith Worship Center in Bloomville, 145 South. Wanted to let you know that we're still in business, we're still loving you, and that God loves you most of all. Today I want to talk to you a little bit about this uh, things that are going on around about us and everybody's seen that I had the virus and uh, all the things that uh, uh, that we've seen out there and, and uh, troubles I've had. Uh, they've really been uh, tremendous. But God has made a way out and he's took care of me. And you know, uh, I don't know why Satan slipped in the back door and gave me this virus, but I do know that my God gave me a way out. And I'm excited about that. And, and when I was thinking about what to tell you about today on this uh, time is, uh, it's the 23rd Psalm came to my mind so quickly. And so we're gonna study a little bit about that today in our, our study of, uh, of the Word of God, and, and I hope that it helps and touches each one of you. You know, it's time at the church. You say, well, the church has always been about, no, church is not always about God. The church world as a whole has chosen to mix more world and, and things like that into the church than God meant for us to have anywhere. We didn't need that kind of thing in the church. We need to have godly stuff in the church. We need to lift up God in all things. And all the excitement that we have should be about Jesus. Now, don't uh, give Brother William no praise. I just don't, uh, don't deserve any. But I want you to know today, as I sit here before this camera, that, uh, that I want to talk to you about the good things of God. We're going to read the 23rd Psalm, then we're going to go back over it. If you would, go with me to the first verse at this time. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. There preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Well, praise God. Think about that. Now, you know this, uh, I just got home from the uh, hospital yesterday. I had to spend about 18 hours in uh, in the ward uh, taking uh, antibiotics in the, in the veins to get over that pneumonia that was a side effect of the coronavirus. And I just uh, had a lot of time to think while I was in there. And, and really, I thought that I was walking in the valley of shadow of death but yet I feared no evil because I knew that my God was with me. And my God told me that he would never forsake me nor leave me. And praise God, that's what I depended on. And he sent me some of the best help, that uh, physical help that I could have, nurses, doctors, 
all of them up there and, and I, if one to call names i'd miss some of you and i'd feel real bad about that uh but i did have some great doctors uh some ladies uh two of the lady doctors in the emergency room uh, both of those were just sweet as they could be and and they were very knowledgeable they did a great job seeing after me and and uh, then when i was moved up to a room on the uh uh, the floor, uh, then the doctors up there came in and they did a good job for me, saw after me and, and, uh, and so, uh, I got to come home after spending just, uh, really one night there. And that's because God came on the scene and delivered me out. Now I want you to think about this as we go into this word of God. I want you to look at it just a minute. And I hope that all the members of our church are watching this. If not, uh, they can catch it later on as a recorded uh, portion uh, that was uh, placed on there. We had uh, technical difficulties of getting it uh, on there. So uh, I came back live. And uh, so now let's look at this. The Lord is my shepherd. Now, right there is something that I have always said that God is in control of my ways and my doings. And that uh, when I don't do it his way, I make a mess out of it. So I'm glad I got a shepherd. But then he told me, as he called me to be the pastor of Faith Worship Center, he said, you're going to be the under shepherd. You're going to be my hands-on shepherd there at the church. And uh, so he gave me the uh, ability and, uh, and the way it means and things to Change a lot of good things, a lot of things that need to be changed, make them better in the church. We've done all of that, and, and uh, we've grown. Uh, we've had good uh, attendance. If we had everybody there that started out uh, when we started in church, uh, uh, started church our seven years ago, we'd have over 100 people attending. But things have got in the way, and people have moved, and jobs have changed, and they had to go somewhere else work because of this virus has cut out so many jobs in, in our area. But uh, anyway, he said, uh, I shall not want, and surely I have not done without. I don't draw any salaries from the church or anything like that, but I have still not done without. God has provided me with a living and gave me the strength to do it, and I praise God, you know, this few days I've been off. Uh, well, it's been uh, two or three weeks now, but anyhow, uh, that's okay. God is taking care of it. And uh, then we get on down into the uh, second verse, and it says, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. That means you're going to be in some good places with God. You ever been in a, in a place and you look across the fence and it just looks green? Well, uh, I'm in that green pasture. I'm in that green pasture. And I want you to be in the green pasture. But you got to put God first. That's what it's all about. So here we are uh, talking about those things. And he said, he leadeth me beside the still water. So there's not no storms on the horizon. No, I know it's rained today. I tell you, we've had some of the biggest rain. That's one thing that's hesitated uh, our program a little bit because we're on this satellite. And uh, it cuts our signal off sometimes. But here we are, and it says... It leads me by still waters. And then it said in verse 3, and this is what I really like in verse 3, it says, He restoreth my soul. 
And he lead it, you know, when he leadeth me by still water, that's great, but to have your soul restored, you know, and uh, said he leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. And I want you to know today that I'm not doing anything to glorify William Copeland. Nothing that I do, not one little iota, I don't want any credit. I want God to have the credit because I'm going to tell you, I was a heathen before he saved me. Such a heathen that all I did was want to brawl and fight and, and uh, hurt people. And, uh, you know, most people around our community never knew me that way because I kept it away from here. But still, that was because I reverenced my daddy. I had a good daddy and, and uh, he was very strict and, and uh, he didn't want me doing evil things. So I didn't get it around him. But now, praise God, uh, after I got saved, the Lord allowed me to to lead him, uh, lead my daddy to Christ, and I, I praise God there. And I uh, I just noticed uh, Sister Brenda Pinell watching today, and, and uh, I want to lift her up and her husband, Larry. They were the cause. They were the ones that... God sent to us and led us to the church. And I praise God for them. And I want to lift you up, Sister Brenda, and all uh, Renee Bridges, Melaine uh, uh, Jocelyn, I love you to death, you and all your family. And Brother Toby Morris, love you. Brother Toby is one of my ministers at the church. They're all watching. And let's look on a little further now. So though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, thy comfort, they comfort me. So even in my lonesome time in the, a room by myself, with just a little TV screen going that, that I kept on the gospel channel, I'm telling you that God filled the room. He came in in his presence and filled the room. And so uh, I know his, his uh, presence and his uh, the fill of his spirit uh, because I felt it so many more times. So if you think that uh, you know all about God and you hadn't felt him, you might ought to be searching and see if you've got the right religion, the right salvation. Somebody's got to account for it. You need to know that you, you're, you can be filled with the Holy Ghost without speaking in tongues without doing a lot of shouting. But you will know God when he speaks to you in the still small voice that he comes and comforts you. You'll know all about it. Look here, it says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil and my cup runneth over. And surely God has done that for me all the days of my life. Surely he has touched me and shown me the greatest thing, greatest helps that any man could have because when I was preaching only seven years, I had a massive heart attack and they thought that I'd have to have a heart transplant and it'd all be over with. And, and instead, God had another plan. He had a glorious plan. And so I went to a healing service for Brother Dan Ross' church at Mills Community. It's still, Mills Community is still there, right there up there in, in above Pisgah. I invite you to go. It's right uh, on up above Antioch. Antioch's a good church, too. You know, don't let me lead you wrong here. But I'm going to tell you that uh, back uh, 30 years ago, 
that was where God sent my healing. And, and I did have a massive heart attack. And I was so weak, I couldn't stand up. But when the people there prayed for me, healing came. And in six months, you couldn't tell I'd ever had anything. And I've never had any surgeries, no stents. And I've had my heart tested many times since then. It shows no whatsoever blockages, no plaques. And I've got good cholesterol. Everything is just uh, great. And that's God. Isn't that God? Yes. And here I am. I'm 68 years old now. I was 37 then, so it's been 31 years. And uh, still an example, still praising God about it. What about that? <laughs> oh, me. I'm telling you, uh, God just is, is wonderful. And uh, he, has, he has done this and, and right in front of my enemies that, that kept saying, oh, you're going to die. You're going to die. Well, I am someday or I'm going to be translated one. And I'm looking for the trip, our trip, myself, plane air drive flight, you know. And I'm looking for that and I'm hoping to go there very soon. And, and uh, if you can see me now and, and if you saw me uh, uh, two days ago, with that pneumonia and how sick I was, you'd have thought maybe I was going to die. But see, my God is greater. And not only did he use uh, uh, medicine, but he used his healing. And no medicine is any good at all without God. And I'll tell you that right now. So let's look on this little further. We won't keep you much longer because I know most of you are trying to eat lunch. It said, uh, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, I want you to think about something, church. We've got to get back to the principles of loving God. We've got to get God first in our church, our home, everywhere that we're at. We need to get God in the lead. And, you know, our young people are, are falling to the perils of the world, led by the lust of their flesh out into the evils of time. We've got to get them away from that stuff, get them back falling after us and, and us walking in the pathway of Jesus. So as soon as we can and, and our health is able, our strength is, we will have our services back at the church. We'll try to keep you uh, spread out as much as possible. Uh, and we do have some uh, air purifier things going on and and uh, all of that, so you won't be at the very uh, uh, guard of things all the time because we're guarding some things for you. And uh, I want you to know that at Faith Worship Center down south of Boonville there, and, and we're right there on the side of the 145 Highway. Once you cross that uh, first new bridge after you go out of the city limits, look to the left. There we are. And we have put up that bridge building in about two years, and I'm not fussing about it because it's a great bridge. <laughs> great bridge. But they did raise our road bed up uh, in front of the church, so it looks a little different than it used to. But it's okay. We can get in and out. We have good, easy trials in and out, and uh, good parking. And uh, Lord willing, one of these days we'll get that parking lot repaid. And, That'll make it better on all you girls with the high heels. So uh, we're excited. And let me say this uh, to uh, a lot of my friends that have called and checked on me. And uh, 
one of my best friends that hadn't been to the church, but yeah, he used to go to church with me all the time when I was at Oak Grove, uh, Brother Billy Ford. And uh, Brother Billy called me yesterday, and it was such a great thing to be able to talk to him again. And uh, he sounded so much like his old self. I was so excited. He, he's retired now, and he said, I've been working around the place, cleaning it up, said, I've done everything I can do, and I'm just bored to death. And uh, he said, uh, we need to have an outdoor revival before long. And that's the first time I've heard him talk about anything uh, church-wise in a good while. And, and that really blessed me, Brother Betty. You blessed me very much. And uh, I'm going to turn you back to, you, to your regular uh, uh, the lunch or whatever you're doing now. And we're going to have a word of prayer and, and we're going to close this thing out. And I appreciate each one of you that has watched and, and the ones that will watch in the next uh, few hours. So let us pray at this time. Heavenly Father, we come to you now in the name of Jesus, knowing that no program or any other thing can happen, Lord, without your grace and your mercy. And I thank you, Lord God, for the strength you've given me today to be here to, to bring this message. And I ask, Lord God, that you'll just let me continue to carry these messages on, whether it be daily or whether it be weekly or whatever.